welcome to The Best Bits with Lily and Alice. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our first podcast. As you can tell, we're still figuring this whole thing out. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It has been been a morning. It has been a morning, but we are getting there. Thank you all for tuning Mm -hmm. in to our first podcast. We're so excited. I feel like it's something that we've always like individually wanted to do and it's never kind of like felt right and now it just feels it feels right just feels right the energies are all aligned and mm-hmm. it's interesting cuz Lily and I only met in physical being <laughs> is that what you say in yeah. person <laughs> why not well why not um only recently and um we've known each other for a couple a year and a half or so now but um mm. yeah i just feel like we've both wanted to do a podcast for a while and not wanted to do it, like individually and then we just met and like it was just like the world's kind of aligned and yeah and here we are and here Here we we are are. and we thought for this episode we'd just do a get to know us um but we didn't want to just like go through our whole history and like make it really boring so we thought we would ask each other uh five questions each um and the other person doesn't know what the questions are. So every answer here will be just exactly what comes to our head. Um, so hopefully neither of us have thrown the other under the bus. <laughs> no, we have not. We are going to do like half like what's your favourite colour questions and then half like deep stuff. Um, yeah, obviously not the favourite colour because yeah. Yeah. Um, and what was the other thing? Oh yeah. So I guess a brief um, introduction to this podcast, the Mm. whole essence of it is talking about stuff that people don't really talk about, but Mm. also um, using our knowledge, our qualifications in a sense to help navigate that space as well. So yeah, Mm. it's really, um, some areas are things that we're super passionate about, but of course we want to talk about things that people our age, you know, mid twenties or something, um, are trying to navigate themselves and things that we, we like to listen to as well as people around us. So yeah, but that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be releasing episodes around those sorts of things. But today we're just kind of going to do a bit of a, who are we? And then, yeah, go bit for of a funsy episode, just a bit, bit of fun. Yeah. All right, I'm going to ask you the first question. What do you think? Oh, yuck. Okay. You got this. I'm, I'm buying go myself time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All we've right. Got five questions each. Let's do it. All right, Alice Bleethman. That's what my are name. You most, what are you most proud of yourself for? in your personal life, so not professionally? Oh, my mm. stomach just dropped a bit. Hey, um, I am, without getting too deep because it's not really my story to tell, but um, f- my upbringing was a little bit um colorful, I guess you could say. And Mm. there was a lot of things that happened within my family that really um, shook elements of my 
being and made me question a lot of my identity and who I was and where I belonged. Um, and it's been, it was a very, like, I was very lucky in that I got to go to school. I, I had, you know, shoes on my feet. I had food every night, but emotionally, I think it was a little bit, a little bit tough for a young person to go through in hindsight Mm. now. And I think that one of the things, hang on, what was the question again? (laughs) (laughs) What are you most Wow. Sorry. Um, um, yeah. So one, thank you. One, um, of the things that I am most proud of is the fact that, um, I didn't let that childhood define who I am and how my, um, future is going to be, because I think it could be very easy for me to use that as a, I am victim this is how, these are the cards I've been dealt and uh, this is the life I now have. But I think that for me, something that I'm really proud of is the fact that I've gone, no, that's not how I want to live anymore. That's not how I want to be. That's not how I want to think. That's not, I don't want to let trauma dictate um, me as a person and what I provide to this earth. So Mm. yeah, without kind of going into detail, that's kind of what, what I'm honestly incredibly proud of and like, I think that it's taken me a very long time to even be able to say that, like, mm. because usually I'd be like, oh, well, that's just life, you know, whereas I'm like, no, like, that's not just life. Like, I think that, yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I think that that's probably the reason why I'm so passionate about all these things is because, um, yeah, I just feel like um, it is very easy for us to get into that victim mentality yeah. and it's very easy for us to go, well, these are the cards, this is my life. But it's like we also have so much control over um, what we do with what we've been um, dealt with. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, proud of. Yeah. That's definitely something to be proud of. And I feel like you, it's, you know, yeah, you could go, you know, one of two ways. You could either use it and grow through it like you have or you could very easily just, you know, be defined by, you know, your childhood and, and, and your upbringing. And I think that is, that's incredible. So yes, you should be very proud of yourself and I'm very proud of you also. Oh, thank you, darling. Okay. Um, next question for you, Lily, I am going to say is what is something you used to dislike about yourself, which you now like about yourself? Okay. Okay. So that's a really good question. I used to really dislike about myself. Um, I growing up, uh, I, so I have OCD. So growing up, I hated it about myself, like actually hated it about myself, but also didn't know what it was. And so I didn't know what it was. And so I like, didn't really tell anyone, um, you know, the things that I would be going through. Like I'd have to do all these ridiculous habits. Like I would have to like close every drawer in the house. I would have to check under my bed six times or whatever it was before I went to bed and just like all these things that I had to do. But I felt like the only person in the world 
that had to go through those things. And I felt so weird. And so I didn't really share it with people. And I feel like I held it as like such a shame for so long. And now that I guess, you know, I know what OCD is and I know the ways in which it manifests. Um, I feel like I am am really on top of it that it's actually something that I like about myself because it makes me really good at certain things and it makes me like really good at my job. You know, I'm like fastidious about making sure, you know, that I've, that I've checked every box and that I've, you know, helped my clients in the best way possible. Um, and I feel like it has actually made me who I am in so many different ways and the adversity um, that I've had to go through with it, you know, it manifested, you know, without going into too much of it now, because I'm sure we will at some point, it manifested into anorexia at one point, uh, when I was a teenager. And I feel like without that, you know, I wouldn't be the person I am today. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Um, so I can, I can kind of come full circle and be really grateful for it, but it was something that I, actually hated about myself because I thought I was the only person in the world. And, you know, we know that, you know, shame just breeds more and more shame. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and vulnerability is, you know, the antidote to that, but you don't know that when you're five years old. Um, Um, you really don't. Yeah. You should be incredibly proud of that, Lily. Like the fact that, you know, you've, and I think that this is kind of really telling to, to the, 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 you know, how hardship can really develop you as a person and, um, make you such an empathetic human being because Mm. you just get it. Like you get people on different levels and especially like if you use your hardship for something like to grow or to to strengthen either yourself or your relationship with people or whatever, like that is just, amazing and not to say that you have to have hardship to be a good person or to be an empathetic person or to have passion or anything but yeah it definitely does it does color you in a different way that nothing else can I think so I think so and I think it's you know when you're going through these things you're like this is the worst thing possible and then if you really use it you know which which is is really hard and and you know it takes a certain amount of privilege you know, to, mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, it does make you who you are. So yeah, and no, I am very, very grateful for, for everything that I've been through. Yeah. Um, question for you, Alice Bleithman. Yes, Lily. Hey, who, who do you look up to and mm. why? Great question. The first mm. person that came to mind, and I'm just going to go with this, is, and I'm sure that she won't mind me talking about this, is my um, is my dad who is um, who was who transitioned into a woman um, during my childhood, and I'm, we'll talk about this um, in later episodes, um, mm. but. Um, yeah, I didn't know I that. Looked, oh, didn't you? No, I didn't I know that. Oh, I see. I forget. I, I tell people things. Well, yeah. yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? It's all new um, to me too. Yeah, it's very. All new. Yeah. So um, wow. one of the things, so when I was 15 years old, my father at the time transitioned into a woman um, and mm. um, 
I'll go into it all like at another day, but I think that yeah. um, for for her now, like she is the most inspiring person I have in my life. And the reason being mm. is because, you know, at that age, when, 10 years ago, right, like when it all happened more than, mm. it, it's you are – you are ostracized as a person, not like, so my dad was ostracized, ostracized because it's not, it wasn't yeah. as talked about. It was very, very under the rug. Don't talk about it. Like I didn't tell anyone for years. And, um, so now Rhea, which is her name runs like a multi-million dollar business is like completely killing it professionally is like an wow. open water swimmer went to like South of, south of africa the other day for swimming and just is the stuff that she has been through is just gobsmacking and not just with the transition Mm -hmm. like with so many things in her childhood and the fact that she's able to support herself and the fact that she's able to run a business and be healthy and be you know like just so self-assured like it's just it's phenomenal. And I, anytime that I have doubts, like Rhea is the one person who's like, you can do this Al. like you, you, I believe in you. And like, it's just so amazing that you can have someone who's been through so much to have so much empathy, but then also like have so much strength and resilience. Mm. And yeah, like, yeah, I think that that's definitely, Rhea is definitely the most inspiring person in my entire life. And to be honest, like I think about people and I'm like, you know, yeah, it's just so amazing. And I, yeah, I'm kind of lost for words at the moment because I don't know how to describe it, but like, yeah, Yeah. like you just wonder like what, you know, what kind of gets you, because she's been in dark spaces before and like, it's just phenomenal the fact that she can just rise above that. Like, and it's sort of like, it kind of inspires me to be a better person too. And that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of quite, um, uh, how would you say like, um, accepting of people's differences because I know how difficult it is when you are completely ostracized in society for who you are. Like, but yeah, Yeah. she just inspires me so much. And I'm like, if Ray can get through that, like I can get through this or a breakup or whatever it yeah. is, like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, that's yeah. incredibly inspiring. And, Super inspiring. and 10 years ago as well, like I feel like, um, you know, that that takes that takes a lot because it's not something that, you know, was so hugely prevalent in, in our mainstream society, you know. So that's yeah. huge. Yeah. yeah. That's really huge. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's incredible that you do have a role model like that to, you know, to look up to and it does just breed self-acceptance. Hey, and, and, mm-hmm. and acceptance of others, you know, that's, um, that's incredible. And something I didn't know, Al. I didn't know you didn't know. Well, that's great. We're no. learning something about each other today. Exactly. I would love to go into it, um, with her permission later on a later yes. potty. Um, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That would be incredible. Yeah. Okay, Lily, your question. (laughs) Um, Let's do a little bit of a lighter one. What is your pet peeve, like your biggest pet peeve? What do you hate? Oh, what do I hate? (laughs) Oh, my God. It honestly, 
changes every day <laughs> so my mood <laughs> yeah and your cycle oh literally literally lately lately the first thing that comes to my mind is um sorry Fraser my partner to throw you under the bus sorry Fraser <laughs> sorry oh. sorry sorry Oh, he keeps eating apples with his mouth open and chewing. Oh. oh, my God. It's so annoying. Like the sound, and I think in general, like the sound of people chewing mm-hmm. when it's loud just gets me. Like it yep. irritates me to to the next level. and. Mm-hmm. And I'm really self-aware of it, I feel like, because I also know that I chew and, like, I listen to my sound and I'm like, Lily, that would be really annoying for someone else. But I still, I just cannot control how annoyed I get at the chewing of, yeah, specifically an apple. So I would say that's my pet peeve, but also people walking really slow on the sidewalk. That also really annoys me. That is so annoying. And I think I was listening to a TikTok the other day um, who had someone who had ADHD and she was like, what is so annoying with someone like for somebody who has ADHD is lining up at the supermarket and the people at the grocery store like scanning, doof, putting it slowly into the bag. Next one, doof, and then taking something out because it doesn't fit well, doof. Oh, I my, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. I have nowhere to go. But hurry, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> yep, I know, I know. It's and, – and, and you'd think like I'm a meditation teacher. Yeah, um, yeah. you think that I would have the ability <laughs> to be able to control myself? Yeah, alas, yeah. I do not. I do not. Well, I not when it comes to that. Pee, Lily. That's yeah. apples and Thank chewing. You. Chewing, honestly, yes. full stop is disgusting. Like I know that it's everyone disgusting. does it. Disgusting. Yeah, like, I know, and I know I do it. <laughs> yeah, and I probably do it loud as well. Like, yeah, I just yeah, I don't know. Um, what's your guilty pleasure, Alice? Oh, um, <laughs> I don't know why. I just like rarely thought sexually for a second. And I was like, what? I, just, <laughs> I, <don't> mean, <laughs> I, I thought that way from your I reaction. Think like, I think, yeah, I know. I think it's because you said it like, what's your guilty pleasure? I know. Like, I know. Maybe I said it a bit gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to do sexual because like, here we go. But, um, yeah, I reckon my guilty pleasure oh um i don't know because i don't really have a i'm not guilty for it like hmm this is a really hard question to answer like i think that um i i don't know lily like i would think like the first thing that came to mind was like going and getting a massage but it's not guilty like that's just a regular thing to do but I do genuinely love doing that um and I don't care about how much it costs but also mm, I I can't answer this how good is a massage massage I'm gonna get one tonight I reckon because I'm that like I'm not even sore I just like don't want to I just want to get someone to touch me Literally, that sounds amazing. I know. That sounds amazing. I, I feel like I we need, we'll go into this at one point as well, but I feel like there's something about like anxious attachment and yes. wanting like that t- 
touch, touch. of like of yeah. someone. Yeah, it's a big thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. I was talking to a friend about yeah. this yesterday actually about like she's like, I want to be in a relationship. And I'm like, why? And she's like, oh, I just want to like get touched. And I'm like, that is so fair. Like I'm like, get a massage. She's like, yeah. I want to be like hugged. And I'm like, I can hug yeah. you. She's like, Yo, like, I, want, like, I can hug you. Hug. I'm like, <laughs> whatever. It's so true, right? Like, and I think that now I'm single, no. it's like I just like crave like snuggles. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> I bet Ziggy um, is like, get off me. <laughs> literally, like I make him sleep in my bed at the moment and he's like, can you not, babe? Like, leave me alone, bruh. But this is Alice's anyway. dog, by the way. Yes, my dog, <laughs> if you don't know. <laughs> he's not anyone. I feel like everyone knows Ziggy. Everyone knows Ziggy. Yeah, he's a legend, little Ziggy bar. But um, oh. yeah, my guilty pleasure. Okay. I, I wish I could answer a better massage. one, but massages like I just love I would say probably mm. chewing my nails too I love chewing my nails and like getting the nail mm. like I have a weird it's really bad like I have a bad like I grow my nails and then it gets really long and I'm like oh I want to chew it and I just chew yeah. them off and I'm like why did I do that I've literally spent like three weeks trying to grow these nails and I literally turned them off in two minutes like what is wrong with yeah. me but I know yeah. I know I see a lot of clients about that. So if you have a like, oh, want, really? Oh, a hypnotherapist to help you with that, just let me know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah, let me know if you, if you know one. I have another one. Um, Lily, yeah. this is a bit deeper. <clears throat> what is one expectation of yourself that you struggle to let go of? Oh, wow. One expectation of myself. Okay. I feel like. Mm. I feel like the expectation of myself has been all throughout my life. I've, I feel like I've put a lot of pressure on myself um, to really succeed. And mm. I feel like, um, I feel like growing up, um, which is, you know, it's amazing. Like my, my mum always told me like, Lil, you're going to be, you're going to be so great. You're going to be so successful and all this stuff. And, and like, I got told that from a really young age, which is, it's so, you know, it's been really motivating a hundred percent, but I feel like I've, um, you know, as you get older, you feel like, oh my gosh, like I've got to start like achieving that and doing that and, you know, it feels like time um, is 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 running out to be like the most successful, um, you know, version of myself, and and with the greatest impact, and 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 all this stuff. And and growing up, it's really motivating. And then I feel like you get to a certain age, and it's like, oh shit! Like I'm now the woman that has to achieve yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, I can't wait to be yeah. successful when I'm old. It's like I'm old now. No, I'm, I'm old now. <laughs> But I feel like the thing that I tell people all the time is that, you know, you've got to trust the process and, um, you know, it's, it's, um, like life is, is ups and downs and journeys and, you know, you're never just going to, um, you know, reach a certain level of success or happiness and then be like, okay, I'm done. Like, um, this is, this has made me happy. And I feel like that's something that I've really had to let go of is that like, I, I don't have to be this huge success and all these things. Like I want that, but I don't have to be that to be good enough. And I think, 
I think that's probably um, the biggest one for me. And yeah, I'm, I have previously been very hard on myself. Now I feel like I'm learning to be a lot kinder to myself and acknowledging where I'm at um, and, and being proud of myself for that because I feel like, you know, the you're just always looking to the future, particularly when you run your own business. I feel oh, like yeah. you're always, yeah, it's, it is just that little bit of extra pressure. I feel like a hundred percent, a hundred. I agree yeah. with that wholeheartedly. And especially as a business owner, like you have to kind of look in the future, but also learning that like you can appreciate and you can be like, you can be just doing what you do and not like be going backwards. But I feel like as a society, yeah. you think like if we just like do what we do, then we are going backwards because everyone's moving forwards. It's like, no, like it's not the case. Like, and also I guess with that, like you're talking about success, like what does success actually mean to you? And like, if that means like, yeah. you know, having a huge impact, like, or having heaps of money, like whatever, but like, is that actually what success means to you? Or like once you reach that mm. that goal or whatever, like how do you feel? And you know, nine times out of 10, I think that people think that success is this big, massive, like achievement. And it's like, no, like, you know, I think it's every little thing that you do throughout the day is, is a reflection of success for, for you. And like, if that means, you know, having a really deep conversation with a friend, or if that means like getting outside, like, or having time in nature or like looking after yourself, like that's success in, yeah, in, in my eyes, I believe anyway. But, um, yeah, I 100%. think it, as, as somebody who is like for yourself, like quite ambitious and type A personality, like it's not that we get stuck in motivating ourselves or achieving it. It's like we get stuck in because we always feel like we need to be doing more. And that's, yep. I think, an element that we can use to our advantage, but then also is a bit of a detriment as well because we never, ever, ever are pleased by just being. Yep. And that can yep. be tough. Yeah, it, it can be tough and it's it's redefining success, yeah, 100% on what it means to you and and just going internal and, and, and checking in on how you're feeling and if it's good, then that's successful. Life comes in seasons and like if a season's really tough, like mm-hmm. for whatever reasons, like priorities shift sometimes and business isn't the most important thing and sometimes like family yes. or health or whatever is like number one and that's that doesn't mean that you suck at business. It just means that you're living a life and you're human. Yep, yep. A hundred percent. And that also taking a break, like I'm on a week break now and I'm constantly thinking like, oh my God, I've got to be doing this and I haven't done this. And oh, I've got to email this person. And I'm just pushing back and going, no, I am with my family. I'm having the Mm -hmm. best time. And yeah. And I feel like that is going to be so important for me um, just to refresh as well. So it's, yeah, it's all, it's all different. um, Mm. and And it's all important, I guess. Yeah. Lovely answer. Lovely. Lovely. Question for you. That's for me. Oh, okay. What do you What do you want people to get out of this podcast? And does anything scare you about it? Ah, okay. What do I want people to get out of? I want people to get out of this podcast um, the power of vulnerability and the power of talking about things in an open way and being mm. raw and giving them the power and the strength to do that with their friends or their family um, and also yeah. just inspiring conversations and between themselves and you know their, their friends and family. And then the other element is like sparking 
thoughts in their mind that maybe people haven't thought about before. Um, cause I know that like with my clients, that. like some of the things they say, they're like, Oh my gosh, like that's just changed my entire perspective. And I'm like, gosh, like if three people heard mm-hmm. that, like imagine what, what could happen yeah. or so, yeah, I think that that's my main, um, I guess from like what I want other people to get out of it. What I'm scared about it is um, I'm not really scared that people won't listen. That's not necessarily something Mm. that I'm fearful of. I think that I've kind of passed that point of like, look, I'll give it a go. Like I'll I'll give it a go. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Like that's just how my approach is to business these days. But for me, I think that um, I don't, what am I scared of? I'm just scared of that. I actually have no idea. Like I just, maybe I'm scared of, I think that I, I think that the main part of this podcast that worries me is like, it's just going to get too much, like, or it's going to get like, mm-hmm. you know, like for example, if our, cause we're not in different, we're in different States. Like if our schedules don't line up and then like, it becomes more of a chore, like that's what I'm mm-hmm. scared of. Because for me with my business, the way that it's designed is I do things the way that I want to do things in the sense that like yeah. creating my schedule around it. And so when things feel like a chore, I, I hate that. Like I hate that. Yeah. So I think that that's one of my biggest fears is if it becomes a chore, which I know that yeah. doing things can be hard sometimes, but like, yeah, that's my biggest fear I'd say. Yeah. And, and to, to just keep loving it, you know, and yeah. yeah. And yeah, getting, getting the most, the most out of it for us as well. And to feel like, I guess that we're um, actually providing a purpose. I feel like when the purpose goes, then everything yeah, goes. goes so, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's really true. And yeah, I think that's beautiful. I love what you said about sparking thoughts mm. because I feel like it is so true. Sometimes, you know, you just, you just hear one thing and it doesn't happen often. It no, doesn't happen way. often. But when it happens, it hits and, you know, things just change, you know, in that instance. So hopefully if we could give like one person that, Mm. it would be just so worth it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Next question. Um, What was the most challenging chapter of your life so far, Lily? Ooh, most challenging chapter of my life so far. That's a, that's a really good question. I feel like the obvious answer is when I went through anorexia, Mm. but, and that was incredibly challenging, but I feel like the most challenging part of my life has been navigating relationships. I think that's been the hardest thing for me with, um, you know, with my partner, we've been together for two and a half years and navigating that. And like, it's been the best two and a half years of my life, but also, um, navigating that and coexisting with another human and, um, getting over challenges and, um, you know, arguments and, and all that, like I'm a very stubborn person. Um, and, and I actually love that about myself, but it doesn't make it easy in, in a relationship. 
And, you know, yeah, there have been times that have been incredibly challenging. And I feel like when your heart is so in something um, and and it affects you to that deep level, um, it's, it's hugely difficult. So I would say probably navigating um, my relationship. And I, I know that probably sounds like I have, you know, a really bad relationship, <laughs> but I... <laughs> I I'm we, like uh, should have an intervention here, Lily. <laughs> <No>. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. You have a no. relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is incredible, and I feel like you know, um, I'm with you know the love of my life, which is so so incredible. But I feel like making it that way, and and working through struggles, and admitting when you're wrong, and you know coming together to to grow together i think that has been such a challenging chapter for me because i've never had to do that before you know i've never been in a relationship longer than about a year and this for me has been very tricky but also like the most rewarding thing and i feel like the things that do challenge you the most are the most rewarding so yeah, I would say, I would, I would say that. Um, and yeah, but you know, I'm incredibly grateful for it mm. and I feel yeah. like everything, yeah, everything we've been through and, you know, um, been able to grow through has like, I'm so grateful for each and every bit of it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. And I think that like, relationships uh, we have this expectation they're supposed to be easy and they're supposed to flow and but I don't agree mm. like I think that everybody obviously um your relationship shouldn't be taxing and it shouldn't be difficult yeah. all the time but it requires two people who have completely different childhoods and completely different upbringings and completely different you know um paths to come together and coexist and grow together like that is a very hard thing to mm. do and it requires yep. intentional effort and both being committed to that like if one person's committed yeah. and one person's not see you later like a feet is in like you just can't do that yeah. um and I think that yeah, yeah even like I you know you you can learn you know learn so much being single you can learn so much being independent but mm -hmm. the stuff you learn in a relationship is honestly insane and yeah. you have to kind of be like quite humble and just be like okay like that's fair or like yeah because being having your walls up in a relationship triggered is not yeah. good yeah um, triggered, triggered, yeah. triggered. <laughs> we'll talk about we'll talk about our relationships later though because they're just so yes. fascinating but yeah that's yeah. great lily you guys should be so proud of yourself for both investing so much love yeah. into this relationship that you have and like you know i know you'll have to constantly do it like everybody but um yeah yeah, it's great yep. to see that it's developed into this sort of like beautiful flower that it should. Yeah, it is a beautiful flower. <laughs> All right, my last question for you, darling. Yeah. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter and why? Oh, oh crunchy all the way. You can't have smooth. Yes. It's, it's one-dimensional yes. smooth. One-dimensional crunchy is the bee's knees. Oh. However... Mm -hmm. However, I will disclaim, not disclaim, I will preface, no, I will asterisk. I don't know if we'll know what that is. But anyway, um, <laughs> there is a brand that has the crunchiest peanut butter, like crunch, the crunchiest, crunchier than there's crunchiest. Yes. I don't like the crunchiest yes. because it's not as liquidy and I like the liquidy. It's not spreadable. 
that's exactly right. Yes. So yeah. I like yeah. the peanut butter that's crunchy, but still has elements of smoothness and it has to be yeah. somewhat, it can't be dry. It cannot be dry, but it has mm-hmm. to have mm-hmm. some liquid to it. I'm very passionate about that. <laughs> yep. A hundred percent. I'm so glad you said, you said crunchy. I wouldn't trust you if you didn't. Uh, (laughs) um, You know, I used to get like, I never thought that you had to mix in the oil in in peanut butter. I thought that was like something that you just poured down the sink and I used to pour it down the sink until I met Fraser. You did not. It's like oil and tuna. I did. I did. Yeah, I know. Disgusting. Disgusting. sorry that you had to go through that. So my final question for you, Lily, is are you an introvert or are you an extrovert? Oh, introvert. Yeah. Introvert. What makes you Or uh, I get very – I I feel like I'm an introverted extrovert. Like I I love being around people and I I feel like I thrive in that environment, but I get so drained. Mm. And I, yeah, I need that recharging. So I feel like I, I think I'm a mixture of both, but I would say I'm, I veer on the side of introvert because mm. yeah, I get really drained by, if we're in a, like a, a big group of people, yeah, I get very drained. Um, and yeah, I feel like, I feel like I thrive in like a group of like two or three. Yeah. Um, and that feels like so comfortable, but any more than that, I'm like, I'm checking out. No. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I need to go home yeah, for a nap. I'm sorry, but I need to depart <laughs> right now. But do you know what's yeah. interesting, Lily, is that I have this conversation all the time because I don't know whether I'm an introvert or an extrovert and it bugs me to this day. Mm. But like, I think that it also depends on the people as well. Actually, definitely it depends on the people, right? Yes. Like if you're not able to be your true self, if you have to put on this sort of facade for whatever reason, it's not to say that you're a bad person, but like people do, you know, mm. if you're at a, a dinner with your cousins and your aunties and your uncle, like you're not going to be your same self as if we were having dinner with like, you know, me. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, like it's, it's interesting because, and especially as somebody who's quite empathetic and highly sensitive, like you take on energy at like a two speed rate, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas somebody who's not yeah. takes on energy yeah. at like a one speed rate or one times rate. So like their yeah. your energy, you're giving it so at such a higher capacity, a higher level than anyone else. So of course you're going to mm-hmm. have to recharge. So like, I think it's, it, there's elements yeah. of yes, introvert, extrovert, but I think there's also elements of like being an empath as well, and how that is incredibly yeah. draining. Full stop. Yeah, I think that's so true, and I think once you learn that about yourself, mm. it's incredibly helpful because I think I used to feel like, you know, why can everyone be so social and I get so exhausted by it, and now I just I know myself to mm. be you know, who I'm comfortable around, who I need to put in a little bit more energy with and, and when I need to take a break. Great question. Great answer. I mean, great question. Thanks, Alice. Great answer. Um, Great. Great question, Alice. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) I thought so too. (laughs) So original. Uh, We did it. We did it. We did the five questions. We did the five questions. And how did you find that? That was really fun. Um, I I loved it. I learned a lot about you and I hope you learned a lot about me. And I, I feel like I did. we've got some great um, topics for future podcasts as well. We do. We do. We've got a whole list planned 
and they're topics that we're just really interested in and and passionate about. Um, and I think you all will be as well. Um, and we also want to, at some point get listener questions. So if any questions start, you know, uh, bubbling up for you, um, just send them to our, our Instagram. So we'll put in the show notes. Um, and, and yeah, we want this to be, I guess, like as interactive and, and community vibes as possible. Yeah. Oh, community um, would be great. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Happy days. Yay. Um, we don't, we, yeah, we don't have an Instagram or anything like that, but we've got our individual Instagrams, which will pop in the show notes. So just ask any questions there. Um, and yeah. we'll, we'll get back in your earbuds very soon. Um, mm-hmm. And thanks for listening. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, love you all. We promise it will get better. <laughs> Love you all, the one person who's listening to this. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. Thanks, Susie. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> Thanks, Felicia. Yeah. Well, ciao, Bella, and ciao, Bella, Lily, and appreciate you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in.